This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, what up, what up? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. And if this is the first time you are... um, it wouldn't be the first time you're listening, but we made an announcement a couple of weeks ago saying that we were going to be going to YouTube. And then we didn't go to YouTube for a variety of reasons, like travel schedules, availability, but largely because the Warriors just were not giving us good games to, to debut our videos for it. We were not going to start on an L and we wanted to start on an upswing. And so it finally feels right. Justin and I are together. We're a, we're awake at almost one in the morning after a game. Um, and so, yeah, Golden Spaces, this Odyssey original podcast, we are now available still the way that we've been. Um, so wherever you listen to your, your podcast, but also for those who have been asking, and even if you haven't been asking, and you would like to watch us and see the full show like us recorded, or if you're like a legacy all that listener and you missed watching it on video, it is now available to you. So this very, not first episode of the pod, but this show will now be available going forward in video format and full as well as podcast. So we hear, we hear, we hear. And you can find those videos on 95 to 7 Games YouTube channel. So that's where they will live. So subscribe to that channel so you'll know when our videos get updated and check us out. You know, um, you'll see Justin's liveliness, as you can as you can see right here. He's so hype. Um, and you'll get to see all the facial expressions and stuff I make at him throughout the throughout the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all are um, as excited about this as we are. Right, Justin? Super excited. I mean, I'm sh- you just said it. Like, people can clearly read my face. And if you can't see it, you can read it. My my, my tone is just, like, so lively. It just, you know. <laughs> that's how we go. That's how we do it. That's just the vibes. Someone said the that they call back. Someone said that they call us fire and ice, and I sort of like that. I mean, I'm used to that term because I'm a Delta. For anyone who may not know, you might. I don't know. I don't know if I really ever referenced my sorority on here, but I am a member of the best sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And, um, you know, like we're cool with alphas. And so they like we have a whole little fire and ice thing. Justin is not an alpha. I don't believe you're in any kind of Greek lettered organization. Right. So but that doesn't matter. So I'm used to being called fire and ice. 
you know, and then I sort of just have a fiery personality. But how do you feel about being ice, Justin? Uh, I think it's fitting. Fitting? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. fire and ice. We got nicknames. Nat and Justin. Fire and ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey. Oh, what number? What number we at today? What number we at? <laughs> we at eight point eight nine. Nah, come on, we are definitely over an eight. Um, I'm gonna say we at like a nine point two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I take. 9. I mean, it's 2. higher than a nine, but are right. we not giving it quite a ten yet? I mean, it it was a big win tonight, and so was the last game, which. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't um, get into. So we, we're going to talk about the last game and talk about tonight and, you know, do this. Um, but tonight was a good win. So I don't know. For you, what number is it, Justin? I said 8.8 .8 at first. <laughs> I feel like once you get. So that averages out to a 9. Because if you were 8.8 .8 and I'm a 9.2, so we are 9. Right. All right. Facts, facts. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take so we're nine on the vibe scale tonight, which is pretty, pretty damn good. Um, shout out to you and Krima, by the way, because I think that's the last episode we put out. Very, very, sure. very great episode. I hope uh, you all enjoyed it as much as I did listening to it. Um, but yeah, so let's let's talk about our team, Justin. Let's talk about the dub. So. I, you know, I like in a way I wanted to talk about both the Portland game talk about this similarities I don't deserves like interesting enough right for me so I'm gonna I didn't really have a lot of faith in the Warriors winning that game against Portland I mean I wanted them to win but I just didn't have a lot of faith in them winning um, now typically, even when I'm like mad at them for whatever they're doing, I will still watch the game, but I was incredibly exhausted. I, I was so tired that night. Like I could barely keep my eyes open. I just got back cause I was traveling. So I just gotten back and then I had went to work. That was Wednesday and I just had like a really long day. And so I'm just like, man, these dudes are not even trying and my eyes are so heavy. So I was just like, man, I just, I don't know if I'm going to be able to muster anything. I really wanted to sleep. Um, and Justin having sort of a similar feeling to me for different reasons, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, just same working. You were traveling and working, but yeah, just late night, tired. And they were just playing like ass. So. Yeah. And we're on the East Coast, we're just like, all right, so over. So, I mean, we had, like, a whole conversation in chat, right? And we're, like, talking to our producer, and we're like, all right, yeah, you know, we're not we're not doing this. And, and we're like, yeah, if they come back, we're not going to be awake to see it. So, fast forward to, to, th to um, Thursday now. So, I wake up, and by the way, the whole time, I didn't, like, look at my phone. I was doing other things. But I was just, when I woke up in the morning, I woke up thinking about the game and I woke up under the assumption that the Warriors had lost. I hadn't like looked at anything yet. 
So when I finally go and I look at my phone and it's like the first thing on my phone, cause like alerts, whatever, you know, and it's like the mm-hmm. warriors window. That, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. And I was like, you know, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I was like, shame on me. Cause I mean, Justin, I mean, not even Justin can tell you like y'all know, if you know me, I'm pretty like, it, it takes a lot to get me not to believe that the Warriors are going to win, that they can pull off a comeback, that they can, you know, that's just how I am. Like, I'm like, now nah, fuck y'all, like to the end, you know? So shame on me for ever doubting our guys. But I was just so shocked. I was. And I was like, <laughs> damn, of course, the one fucking night I don't push myself to stay awake. These dudes come back. They win the game. They have some crazy third quarter. Um, it was just, you know, but you know what? It's all good. It's all good. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was, it was great to wake up and see that. Yeah. Um, I like did the same thing as you, like you just said, fell asleep a little bit. Um, I actually woke up like. I want to say late third quarter or something like that. And they were, um, they were, they were mid comeback. And I was like, in my mind, I was half sleep still. And I was like, Hmm, okay. They're kind of coming back. And then I went to sleep and woke up the next morning and I, and I had the stream still up and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, they won. That's nice. Like, so I'm glad they got it done. I went back and watched it. Like, um, you know, they, they've, they're getting a little bit creative with their defenses and stuff that we saw them do last year where they mix their defenses up, um, kind of some unconventional ones at times, like the boxing one, triangle two, stuff like that. And it's working. Um, and it's without Steph, without Wiggins, they got to get creative with how they try to beat teams. And it's worked the last two games. So kudos to Kerr for, for those audibles. Kudos to the players for stepping up. And especially Clay, you know, Jordan tonight, Dante has been huge. All the guys have been stepping up, so. It's really, really good to see. I ain't giving Kerr no damn kudos because he'd be waiting too long. To I knew you. Stuff, would, so. I knew I'm you not would. giving him no kudos. But what I don't understand in general is it's not just the Warriors. Why do teams not deploy this kind of defense against Dame always? You know, like he gets to go out there and he gets to play one-on-one. And he hasn't ever demonstrated the ability to deal with this, honestly. That's how he got shut down. Any playoffs where Dame didn't look good, and it's not just against the Warriors. It's when, like, the Pelicans did it to him. I forget what year that was when we saw the Pelicans, but that's when, like, Drew Holiday and Rondo was on the team, and they did it to him in the first round. They just trapped Mm -hmm. him, like, just made him give up the ball. And it was a wrap, you know? And then the Warriors did it to him in 2019, you know? And um, he hasn't demonstrated the ability to counter that. So until he does, I just don't understand why people don't do that all the time to them. Yeah, I guess regular season teams aren't really trying to um, play that type of defense because they a lot of teams don't really practice that type of defense, for one. And for two, I think teams are just like going into each game with a very simple game plan, not necessarily – um, something as you know complex as that, and then also a lot of times, 
you don't have to do that. You can still beat the Trailblazers because the Trailblazers aren't good. <laughs> they aren't good. I mean, I'm sure you can just improve your chances of beating them by doing something like that. But I think a lot of these teams are like, man, just go in there, run your stuff. Trailblazers are not good, so you can just beat them, like playing them straight up. Dame gonna get his 40, and they still gonna lose by 15. Like, and that's mostly what it's been this season. Like, he's been on a tear. I want to say his last 30 games or something, he's averaging like 40 points, something crazy, and they they're barely winning any game. So. Yeah, Portland's just yeah, they're they're stuck in purgatory for the foreseeable future. Yeah, no, I hear you. You know, I just be getting annoyed because we like before that game the other night. <sighs> Excuse me, that's the East Coast yawn starting to kick in. But guys, I'm not really that tired, and it doesn't matter because I'm gonna be alert because even though I haven't even turned on the full level of hypeness, I'm hyped. I haven't got a cupcake. I'm going to show y'all my cupcake at some point. I have a cu- cupcake to celebrate this win. Justin's a trainer, so he's probably judging me right now. Like, what are you doing? This isn't good for your body, but I have a cupcake. Um, <laughs> and I think all Warriors fans deserve a cupcake for this fucking this season that they put us through. <laughs> Justin is laughing because my potty mouth, listen, guys. Y'all are all going to have to work with me because I need to limit the uh, <laughs> the F-bombs when we're recording for YouTube. <laughs> and I'm giving our producer, Craig, so much work. <laughs> he, he put a message up here like, watch the F-bombs. And I was like, did I use them already? I didn't even know. I wasn't even aware. So like that last mm. one, at least I had awareness. I'm going to get it, Greg. I'm going to get it. Okay. So, but we all deserve it. We all deserve cupcakes, you know, because of what we've been put through this season. So I have a cupcake and we're going to turn up as we keep moving, as we keep moving forward. But this has been mad talk about, about Dame everywhere, you know, and I don't care if you're praising Dame, like, Oh, shout out. He scored 71. Oh, the, but they always want to be reckless with their talk. It always has to come back to him being the same category as staff. If he had the people Steph had, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? Because this is a celebration of the Warriors, I'm not going to take time to dig into that because we'll revisit that conversation at a certain point in time. But just things I want to state for the record, I'm not even going to explain them because if you're a Warriors fan and you don't know these things, then I don't know what to tell you. But things I just want to make very, very clear, okay? Um, Steph clears Dame. He is in in another tier from him. He's a superior player than him. They are not like, no, like Dane would not have the same impact if he had Steph's team. Okay. Not saying that they wouldn't be a good team. It would not be the same impact. So just get that idea out, out of your head. Like that myth has to go. The second myth that has to go is that his shooting is on par with Steph. That is also just untrue. Okay. Like, yes, he can shoot a nice deep, three ball but like no he's also not the shooter that Steph is and I need y'all to just stop saying that recklessly because it ain't true okay so those myths I just want to um and look I understand that a lot of you know Warriors fans are Bay Area and Oakland you know all of that and so Dame is your boy I'm not from Oakland okay I love the Warriors and I will but I'm not so I don't have that kind of affinity to Dame so I'm not gonna go too hard I don't want to disrespect y'all guy. But no, stop it. Like him, like 
Stefan is his own thing. And then there's, you know, Dame. So shout out to Dame. He's a great player. But to stop these comparisons, you know, when I like we like when I'm on Brother from Another and I'm hosting the show, we have like feeds topics for like what we're going to talk about for the day and so I was hosting the other day and in my feed it said you know the whole Steph Dame comparison is like comparing Clyde Drexler to Michael Jordan stop doing it they're not the same level of player like stop it Mm. that's it that's all I got to say about that I don't got nothing else to say about Portland because we whooped that ass Ass is okay for me to say, guys. Okay, I can do a little cursing. We just need to watch the F bomb. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just learned that apparently New Yorkers curse a lot, and I'd heard that before, but I didn't know that. Justin said it to me recently. Like, well, you're a New Yorker. You just and learned I, it. I didn't know that was a thing. Like that people thought about us. Hmm. That's like a well-known thing. I mean, I I think so. I think just you just associate aggression with like New Yorkers, wow. and cursing is like a very aggressive way of speaking. So like that, it goes hand in hand. <laughs> Yo, people have been calling me aggressive lately, and I'm like, wow, is that really the right adjective for me? I just prefer passionate over. <laughs> 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 I mean... Hey. That's towing that line. They're both on the same tightrope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a very passionate person. I'm going to stick with that. Um, and uh, so anyway, yes. So I'm sorry that I'm struggling so much to not curse, but apparently it's the New Yorker in me. So it is what it is. But the Warriors whooped that ass. They came back. <laughs> they came back. They were down and they came back and beat them. Like, smack. You should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. And I look for any reason to talk shit to, to the, the Trailblazers and their fan base. I don't like them. I don't like them. So that's that. And that's another thing. Call me aggressive, but all this cute shit y'all do buddy buddy with other teams, like, nah. You not like you're against my team, you're the enemy, you know? Like and also if you just act recklessly and say foolishness. And Blazers fans say foolishness. Suns fans say foolishness. We know Grizzlies really fans do. say foolishness. And so when you say foolishness, then you know, I have to respond. Not even in kind, but with even more violence, you know? So that's just <laughs> what it is. Uh, so, yes, I'm petty like that. So, um, ha-ha, Blazers, you lost. And this is enough time that we've spent on you because, like I said, we are going to celebrate the Warriors and the strides that they are making at the right point in the season. So with that, I think we can move on from this topic because I'm over talking about the Blazers, unless you got anything else to say about the Blazers, Justin. Um, thanks for giving us GB2 back. The vibes are <laughs> back in order. Ever since Gary's been on the bench, the vibes have been amazing. So. <laughs> and we will take but, uh, better yeah. care of him than your trash-ass health staff, too. <laughs> And that's another excellent point. There was a reason why GP2 can thrive with Steph, but, you know, 
not with Dane, but anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, my last final petty shot. So, with that said, we're going to move on. We're going to move on because we got other things to talk about. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So, Justin, 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 the Warriors, this is a big win for them tonight. This is a big win for them tonight. And was there any point, because like the first quarter, they were going back and forth. They were like trading shots, they're going back and forth. And in the second quarter, Kawhi started kawaiing, which you expect him to do at some point. And the shots were not falling for the for the Dubs, and they got a little lead. They got a little lead. Um, the Clippers, not anything too crazy, but if you think about this season, like a ten point lead feels like a thirty point lead with this team, often because yeah. like that's just what it's been like all year. So you really never wanted them falling behind more than like four or five points max, right? And so they were down at the half. Now, when that happened and coming into the third, were you worried? Did you think they could get back into it? How, how were you feeling at that point? Uh, I knew they could get back into it, but I was kind of worried because it didn't seem like the Clippers were the type of team that would let them back into it, which, um, you know, they typically they aren't. They miss a lot of open threes, and I think that was partially due to the design of uh, the Warriors defense and get some guys who didn't have a rhythm going to shoot a lot of open threes. Um, and, you know, other than that, you know, Kawhi is Kawhi is very steady. It's hard to get him rattled and stuff like that. So I didn't think that there was like a great chance that they would um, be let back into the game, but I knew they still had, you know, still had a shot at it because, you know, 10 point leads, even though, Without Steph and without Wiggins, 10-point leads feels like 20. 10-point uh, deficits feel like 20. The NBA today is so three-point reliant. It's so fast, especially the way the Warriors have been playing recently, that, you know, in a matter of a few possessions, they could take the lead, and that's exactly what happened. So. They did. They did. And this was really – this was a Jordan game. I mean, Dre was great pushing the pace and all of that. 
and there were other people who contributed, but this was a Jordan game and I was happy for him and I felt like he needed this. And he did a lot of his damage by attacking initially. And then eventually his, his three started to fall. Right. And this is what we always want from him. We want him to do this. And I hate that Twitter updates the way that it does. Cause you had a tweet I started to read and then the shit updated while I was in the middle of reading, but you, so I was like, you know, I'm going to talk to him later. So instead of me going back to look for it, I'm going to just let him talk about it here on the show. But like you said, something about Kerr needing to find a way to like, let Jordan be this version of himself or something like that. Can you explain like the point you were making? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've seen quite a few times this season and a lot last season as well where Steph, JP, and Clay are all playing at the same time. And one of them is, like, not in rhythm, you know, just because they all need the ball. They all are rhythm-based players with their jump shooting and just the way that they play. So a lot of times either Clay won't be at his best or JP won't be at his best. Steph is obviously pretty consistently uh, amazing, but... Kerr has to find a way, even if he sends, well, he's probably going to send Jordan back to the bench once Steph comes back. But once he does that, he has to find a way to keep Jordan in the same rhythm, um, getting to the basket, making sure he draws fouls and stuff like that. Because if he's bringing this type of production, but like in a more, you know, streamlined role off the bench, then it takes the team to a whole other level. Right. Um, and then if you can keep Clay in the same, on the same heater that he's been on, shooting almost 44% from three, um, averaging, all over 25 points a game in the last 25 games or so, then that's super dangerous, right? Then you get into the territory where Wiggins is like your fourth offensive option, right? Or like your fourth, you know, threat to the, to the defense. And that's a hell of a fourth threat, you know? So if they can keep that offense going, it makes it that much easier for them to get back to where they want to be defensively as well. So Kerr has his kind of has his hands full. They had a brief, a brief moment last year, um, when Wiggins was out where they were starting the three guards and they were kind of blitzing teams, but it just hasn't gone that way this season. So hopefully guys are all in the rhythm, especially when Steph comes back so they can kind of keep this going and have all three of them, you know, at the top of the game. And so you mentioned um, also too, that Clay could have a new average this year if he keeps this up. So not 20, but more than 20, what would the new average be? Uh, his career high in a season is 22.1 or something like that. And I think that was 2017 or 2016. Um, so if he averages like 23 and a half points for the rest of the season, then he'll, for the season, he'll have a new career high average, which is pretty cool. Obviously, Steph and Wiggins being out. Well, so that would that games, be 23 yeah. points? That would be the new high? Or what no, would it, it be would, just higher, higher than 22 points? whatever it was. Yeah. It would be like, it would be like 22.3. Right. So if he obviously goes higher than that, it can be whatever, but I think 23.3 is the minimum that he can do to get that decimal point above and get that career high. So what makes you think about things like that and look for that and find that out? I was, I don't know. I was literally just walking down the street thinking about it. (laughs) I was like, I I wonder what's Clay, what is Clay averaging this year? And I was like, "Hmm, what's his career high? So, (laughs) yeah i was thinking about that portland game and i was like damn he's really cooking so like what is his average this year because he started out terribly and now he's been on a heater so i was wondering where he where he kind of averaged out at but he's super close 
wow, I'm like yawning like crazy, but it's, trust me, it's not because it's uninteresting. It's just so fascinating to me. I'm like, what makes, what makes Justin think about these things? Like when I read that, I'm just like, who the hell just thinks about this shit? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It just can't, it just popped up in my head. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So something else I saw tonight in the game. Okay, so I saw, let me tell you the, the one thing I saw that I didn't like, really. And then I'm going to tell you what I also like. That was sort of like, not about gameplay, but is important. So what I didn't like, that little part of the game, I want to say in the third, sort of early into the third, where like, each team was like complaining about fouls and like, the game kept stopping, but I was mostly annoyed because it's like, well, for one, it's like with Dre, it's like, like the, I'm sure all the refs know that you're at your limit, so they're giving you a little room, but it's also like, don't push it. Please, like, right. don't push it because you were really needed. And then, but also, like, you know, I think Jordan picked up a tech, and he's also, I think, getting close to that limit, but it's just like, but it was Kaminga. Like, he really, like, irked me because there was, like, he did, like, a move. I don't remember what he did, but, and who was even guarding him? Was it Paul, George? It was someone. And he, like, faked him up, got around him, and then he got, like, you know, in the paint. And he, like, shot it, didn't make it. And then he started, like, jumping up and down, like, throwing a tantrum like a child. Like, it was, like, a quick second and a half. And then he just, like, stopped and ran back. But for one... First of all, I didn't see nobody around you. Like you just missed the shit. But secondly, yeah. it's like, what, what, why do you think that's okay? Like you, like no, I, Justin, it annoyed me so much. Like it irked me. And you know, I love me to Jonathan Kaminga, <laughs> but I was like, what is this? What am I watching? I saw that. I, saw that. I was like, I mean, I was two like, I wanna... feet up in the air, like yeah, a yeah. tantrum. <laughs> he got, like you said, he got back super quick. So I was like, okay. But you really just did the most. Like, you really did way too much. It wasn't a ton of contact. It was one of those, like, pump fake, I get you in the air, so I should get the foul because I made you jump. But it's like, bro, you're a second-year player. This is Paul George. You're not going to get that call. And you had an opportunity, a clear opportunity to make the shot. He was out of the play, for real. Yeah. You just missed the shot. (laughs) So, yeah, that was funny to watch. Uh, Yeah, he knew. He stopped himself mid mid tantrum and got back which is i was like i was okay with it then but after like one and a half jumps though he was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) at first i thought he was mad at himself for missing but he did it It was way too demonstrative for that i was like oh he thought he should have got a call that's exactly the word that i used i was like why is he being so demonstrative (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's passionate there you go what? We're, gonna bring that, we're, gonna, we're gonna bring that word back passionate that's all it is <laughs> <laughs> anyways I did not like that now that being said I did like the energy um that they were playing with tonight and the intensity like diving for stuff running out of bounds to catch it. The fact that there was so much passion behind like getting the right call and wanting that, you know, it's like they knew they needed this win. They know it's time to start winning. And it's like, Mm -hmm. they really can flip a switch. Like they just really can do it. Right. Like 
they're not like playing perfect basketball yet, but you you can see they've started to look better and they're doing things better. And it's just like it really just took it just they just really needed to lock in. <laughs> That's all. Mm-hmm. They really need to lock in cuz they still don't have all their guys yet. I mean, there's no Andrew Wiggins, there's no GP2, there's no um Stephen Curry. No Andre, if you if you're still counting him, and they're winning these games. And like, yes, yeah, Steph, like Clay is playing like vintage Clay, I suppose you could say, or shooting at least like that. But you know, especially because like jo- like Jordan hasn't been shooting well, right? And like they're winning these games like decisively, or you know, it, it seems like it's the return of the third quarter dub. So it's just like. Y'all could have done this. Y'all like had this in you always. You really do. And so, and on one level, it's like I don't know why you had to give me this season you gave me. But on another level, it's like, I, like, look, you know, I mean, it's probably unlikely, but like they could still, in theory, finish the season and win fifty games. I think that's unlikely. It's probably gonna be like higher forties, but like you know, but I, I'm expecting the run that we've been waiting for all season where they like, you know, we got some news. Steph is likely returning, not the next game, but the game after the one on Sunday versus the Lakers, the first away game, you know, after they finished their homestand. And so um, it's time. I mean, we said this like a few episodes ago, like it's go time, like it's time. And so it looks Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's four games in a row. They're three games above 500. They're For the firmly first time in fifth. This season. Yes. They're firmly in fifth. Like they're catchable, but they're firmly in fifth. Like the other teams are at least, it's not like a statistical tie. Like they're ahead. And they're only one game back on the Suns. That's it. Now, I did tweet earlier like if they want that four seed, they're going to have to actually finish with a higher record than the Suns. Because um, the Suns own the tiebreaker. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if they if they feel if they're feeling good and they want to build good habits, and they should go for it. Um, I think we've been saying a lot recently that we like ideally want them to get the Kings in the first round. But if they if they said fuck it, we don't care, forget it. Who we don't care who we play in the first round. Um, <laughs> Then go Justin did it this time. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Justin, <laughs> man, we're so bragged. Don't worry. We'll clean this up by the next It's one. late. It's late. Yeah, it's late. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> if they say forget it, we don't care who we play in the first round. Uh, we're just going to try to win as many games as possible. Then, yeah, go for it. I think it's a prime opportunity right now. Um, they've won four in a row, and they got three really winnable games you know, coming up, it, obviously the second night of a back-to-back is always tough, but you got LA without LeBron and you got OKC who is seeming, seeming to kind of taper down their attempt at making the playoffs to play in right now. So. And that second night of a back-to-back time. goes against the Pelicans. Pelicans without Zion, Lakers exactly. without LeBron, Thunder potentially without Shea. I don't know. Last time I watched him play, he didn't, he didn't play. So maybe they are in tank mode now. Yeah, it's so I mean, it, it's and by the way, I mean, for them to get the the um the Kings, 
because I think the Kings are going to hold on to the three. I just feel like they're going to keep it. So I think it's a it's a fight for the fourth spot. And that fight is going to be between the Warriors, the Suns, the Mavs, and the Clippers, right? I think it's going to be those four teams all trying to get fourth. But the Warriors would have to drop two spots to end up playing the Kings. And I don't think they're going to, you know, like, let's lose enough to, to play the Kings. So, you know, um, it's a, it, to me, it's more a matter of if they get fourth or fifth, who would they want to play? Right. Because if they're if they're fifth, they're playing whoever's four. If they're fourth, they're playing whoever's five. Right. So it's just a matter if you have home court or if you don't. So. Yeah. What bracket would that put them in, though, if they have fourth? Denver. Based on the other teams being one, two and three. Yeah, they put it'll put them in Denver's bracket bracket. So they would see Denver, what, in the second round? In the second round. Yeah. And then yeah, um, out of there anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've I've reached that conclusion as well. It doesn't really matter where they are as long as as long as they're out of the play-in. I think they're in a pretty good spot. Um, all these teams have weaknesses. You know, at the end of the day, if Golden State is healthy with all their guys, um, especially Steph and Wiggs back and and Draymond and Looney and everybody, the starters are all healthy. Just check the ball up and see see who can be who four times. Like <laughs> it is what it is. Matchups are matchups, but none of these teams are scary. So it doesn't really matter what the path is. So in a first round series, who would you want to see? Like let's say the Warriors are fourth or fifth. Would you want it to be the Suns? Would you want it to be the Clippers? Would oh, you want Clippers it to be the Mavericks? Sure. Clippers for oh, sure. Uh, Mavs. It, it would definitely. I mean, Mavs first. People um, feel like. Um, actually, you know what? Let's 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 just let's wrap up this conversation around the game, and then sort of maybe talk about potential matchups in the rest of the Western Conference. Um, because I don't know. A lot of Warriors fans, I think, in general, are afraid of Kyrie and think he's a Warriors kryptonite. So I, I, I do want to talk about that a little bit more. But anything else on this Clippers game? Um, third quarter dubs. We already talked about that. Um, I said before the season even started, the Clippers cannot guard um quick guards. They've proven that all season. Um I said they don't have anything for Jordan Poole, and they clearly do not. He dropped 34 on them. He cooks them every time they play. They definitely can't guard Steph. Um Russell yeah. Westbrook is still gonna Russell Westbrook. And what I mean by that, he got so irritated oh, yeah. when Jordan had that steal on him. So then he came back and fouled him and they got all and upset and worked up. And it's like, all right, you're always going to do this. This is just like what you're going to do. Um, I really don't know why they decided to add Russell Westbrook to the team, aside from the fact that Paul George wants to play with his old teammate again. Um, because yeah. I don't, I feel like they were starting to play well. And now like they've regressed by adding him. And I don't mean because he's been playing bad, but it's like, now you're having to like, fit him in and you move man into like the second unit and all this yep. other stuff. And it's just affecting your, your team chemistry. Yep. I said, as soon as it happened, thank you. They just completely eliminated themselves from contention. And <laughs> it's unfortunate for, for Russ on a personal level, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure it doesn't feel good to, you know, go to teams and they just are worse and then everybody points it out 
whether it's your fault or not. But it is what it is, man. Everybody's career. Did you, did you see the report from Chris Gaines that he still wants to win sixth man of the year for the time he spent in LA? <laughs> no, that's actually insane. Nah. <laughs> You want to be an MVP and then also a six man? Yeah, that's crazy. Nah, he's funny for that. And Norman Powell is like on his team now. Norman Powell is like leads the league in bench scoring and all that type of stuff. Yeah, Russ is a funny dude. He just he really just be vibing. He really just be vibing. He don't care about nothing else at this point. On that though, bye bye clips. But yeah, I don't take you seriously anymore. There was actually a time we thought they could be one of the actual teams that would challenge the Warriors. But I think the only team I, I to me, like when I think about this, yeah, I'll, I'll save that. I'll save that. But bye bye Clippers. Y'all are out of here. We're not thinking about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great win <laughs> great win great win and you know that's all we gotta say so i don't know i you know i never go too hard on the clippers because Kawhi and paul Those george actually yes yes they are paul george like if anyone does not know i'm a huge paul george fan and y'all be talking about him greasy don't justin don't even start okay <laughs> Y'all be talking about him greasy. And then oh, some man, of y'all don't respect Kawhi the way that you should. But anyway, those are my guys. And so I'm just like, you know, it's unfortunate, but I don't ever go in on them the way that I will go in on like some other teams and players. Okay. So that's it. I'm letting y'all know my biases up front. <laughs> what is so funny, Justin? Paul George, Paul George does it to himself. So I don't know why you're he acting do like that. to himself. This slander is unwarranted. He was three or fifteen tonight. Five. Okay, fouls. so he had a bad night. Big deal. Everyone has bad. <laughs> he night, was so. getting cooked. Oh no! He was getting cooked. Like whatever. Who cares? Clay's <laughs> gotten cooked by Kyrie before. Hey, we still love Clay. Clay is a champion. Clay is a champion. Paul George also went through a catastrophic injury yeah. and revived his career. Like. It's still something Clay to be proud too. of. And Clay he's did too. Clay did too, but I mean, <laughs> Clay plays with Stephen Curry. Paul George you was right. the main guy on his team. So, you know, he's a great second player. There were times Warriors yeah. fans wanted to trade to get him on the team, and I don't think anyone would have been upset with that. So he gonna, get, he gonna come to the worst. What? When? When his contract up. Oh, I would love that because then he could get a ring and I could just love him <laughs> on my team. So I, I don't mind that at all. Um, I love Paul George. So you're not getting me to slander him. I don't care about who he you married. Heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. 2027-ish. Paul George. Document it. Document it. Justin said it. He called it. We will come back and revisit it. But and I feel bad too because Teron Lou, I like him so. I I really don't have like disdain for the Clippers. I know like you neither. You know the SoCal NorCal thing they have going on is like just hate anything LA. But I really don't have beef with that team. Even their owner is likable. I just don't dis. I disliked the Chris Paul Clippers. I disliked the Lob City Clippers. Like those guys. 
Listen, they mm-hmm. were up there with the Rockets and the Grizzlies. I did not mess. Look at that. I caught it. I was about to say I did not F with those dudes. And I said, see, we're getting better already, Greg. Okay. But. Let's go. <laughs> I didn't mess with them. But I, I, just, I just don't have this disdain for these Clippers. You know, I just don't. Yeah. And I think part of that is because they aren't really a threat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the thought of them is immediately when Paul George and Kawhi both went to the Clippers, everyone was thinking, dang, like they're going to be really good. Um, You know, they're going to be in, it was right after Kawhi just won the finals too. It was like, dang, they're going to win. He's going to win another championship or this, you know, they're going to be really good. And it just has not happened that way in four years. This is the fourth season of them being together. And it's just, Eh, yeah, look, a, a lot eh. of that has been injury. Whether people want to acknowledge it or oh, not, for sure. it hasn't. Like, yes, the the in the bubble that year, like they both just collapsed for you know whatever reasons. I I do feel like a lot of people discount like the mental health stuff that Paul George talked about. Like, I think we just sort of dismiss that, and because it's Paul George too, people like to make fun of him. And then Kawhi just had a bad game seven. Like it happens, right? But outside of that year, for the rest of because like. They could have, they could have that year when the Suns got to the finals, they should have gone. Like Kawhi doesn't get hurt and they go to the finals. That was their year. That was their year. So, you know, shit just happens, you know, but at the end of the day, they didn't win anything. And like, that's how people are going to look at it. They're just going to look at the result and not really kind of, you know, assess each year by year or whatever. So, and Paul George did his thing. That year. I mean, honestly, they could have still beaten the Suns even without Kawhi. Like, that should have been a seven-game series, to be honest. So, that's it. Y'all put respect on Paul George's name, okay? Like, he's a damn strong number two, and he carried two teams into the conference finals in both conferences. He did it in the East, and he did it in the West. Respect him. Okay. That's true. Alrighty. So, with that... We move on. We move on. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So, Justin, now that the Warriors are sitting pretty, (laughs) are they not sitting pretty? Yeah. 
They are. I, I like the whole. I like the. Oh, the neck, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like y'all, that. Justin's putting on for y'all tonight. We never get this much from him ever. See? No, I was, Justin like you camera. asked me what I was reacting to. You asked me what I was reacting to. <laughs> and then you said, oh, I like more of this, Justin. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so okay, but but okay. The Warriors are sitting pretty, and well, first let's say what do we? Where do we think we're, they're finishing? I don't think they're finishing sixth. I think they're finishing in the top six, but I don't think they're finishing sixth. So, um, I don't. I don't think. I just don't think anyone's catching. the The Kings need to take a drop at some point, and we keep saying like it's going to come, and they just right. haven't done it yet. And I, I just think. I think they're so excited to be here and Mike Brown has them like pretty grounded. I think he's going to get them through this regular season, holding on to their, their three spot. They have a few game lead above the Suns, and let, we should talk about the Suns because people are so excited over this win they had last night and it was just over the Charlotte Hornets. So, you know, let's keep that in perspective. Right. Did you watch the game? I watched some of it. By the time I started watching, the game was pretty much over. Um, okay. And Book had already had like forty already. <clears throat> so. So I mean, right now the the Kings only have twenty five losses. The Suns have twenty nine, and we have thirty. I mean, there's a slim chance. Like, cause to me, the Kings can still move up to second. That's the thing. They're only two games behind Memphis. Mm-hmm. They're on a four-game winning streak too, but the thing is, their schedule gets pretty tough. Um, or does it? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, they'll probably hold on. I don't think their schedule is going to lend them to like drop three games. You know what I mean? Because they're they're three games ahead of fourth. I don't think right. they're going to get outpaced by three games or four games by anybody right. underneath them. So they're they're locked into either second or third. What is, what is the Grizzlies like schedule look like? Uh let me pull theirs up. But um I think they I think they're pretty locked in too to be honest. But let me see what they got. They got Denver, Denver Clippers, Lakers, Warriors, Mavericks, Mavericks, Miami. That's a pretty tough stretch right there. You got San Antonio, Warriors again, Dallas, Houston, Houston. And they haven't been playing as good as the Kings, like consistently. Nah, they haven't. I mean, they they had that stretch where they lost like a bunch of games in a row right right after they had won a bunch of games in a row. And now they're kind of like, oh, win two, lose one, win one, lose one, win three. So they probably they're probably locked into second two because they got a nice little stretch here where they play Houston twice, then Atlanta, then Orlando. They got Chicago in there, Portland. Um, well, so. let me ask this. What should I be rooting for? Do we prefer them at second or do we prefer them at third? Um, if the Warriors are either fourth or fifth, then it doesn't it doesn't matter if they're second or third, I don't think. Um, but if the Warriors are sixth, then I think you want them in second because you'll be able to use um, – the Kings is a nice tune-up series before you see 
Memphis in the second round. Are we uh, disrespecting the Kings by continuing to say that that they'll be a tune-up series? No. Okay. Well, there you have it. I listened to. Jessica I mean, maybe. Williams. Maybe, but it's like it's not. It is what it is. Like everybody knows. The Kings have I a know. ton of I offense. Sort of want, of I sort of don't want the Kings to get us in the first round because they're such a nice story and I like them and it's Mike Brown and I'd like them to at least be able to win like a playoff round. Is there any team that they can beat in the first round? The Mavericks. Okay. If they had they can well, beat the Mavericks. They, they could they could beat the Mavericks. They can beat the Lakers if LeBron is hurt. They can be the Timberwolves or the Pelicans, whichever one of those get the eighth spot, or the if the Lakers don't get it. But okay. Clippers, I don't see them beating the Clippers in the series, even though they just, they, I mean, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk just gave the Clippers fits. But yeah, yeah, I don't see them beating Phoenix, Golden State, so. Okay, so, I mean, we'll just see. But uh, to me, that's more the one to watch, like Memphis and Sac, like if they trade spots. So, so yes, I feel like two and three is like those could maybe flip-flop. And then I think it's like four and five. I guess in theory, six, too. But I just think there's going to be four teams like Phoenix, Golden State, Dallas, Clippers, as I said earlier, vying. Obviously, one of those teams is going to be out. So they're all going to be vying to make sure they're top six. But everyone's going to want at least one home court round if they can get it, right? And so that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like, everyone's going to be going hard to try to get that fourth spot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the Suns stuff. I think they – yeah, it's going to go down to the wire. It's going to go down to the wire. But, I mean, the thing, the cool thing is, like we said, if they see the King, if the Warriors see the Kings, then it's kind of, it's not home court, but it's, it kind of is like, yeah. At least, at least from a travel standpoint, I think the Sacramento fans are like really, really, you know, going hard for their team. With the they are, but Warrior stuff, fans are like going to still invade that arena. It's, it's happening. Definitely. Definitely. It's happening. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We we just gotta hope for one of two one of two things to happen. Either the Warriors get fourth, which means they get at least home court advantage in one series, or they see the Kings. Like one of those two things would be the most ideal um you know, start to the playoffs and then from there you just take it however you can get it from there. I know the Warriors truly don't care. And there is something to be said about sort of making history as being like this lower seated team who comes back and wins it all right just sort of adds to Steph's goat legacy but there's also something to be said about securing a top four seed and having home court in the first round just like a mental thing like you're the upper echelon you know of the west there's like a Mm -hmm. I don't think that matters to like a Steph or a Dre and Clay. But I think maybe to like the, some of the younger guys, you know, like you go in and it's like we made this run at the end of the season. You go in hot where, you know, so I still kind of want the fourth seed, but we'll just see where it, it plays out. 
I feel confident, yeah. though, that barring injury, the Warriors will finish in the top six. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. And now at least we have a better sense, like with Steph coming back. I mean, I still really want to get Wiggs back and get him into rhythm. So I hope the family situation, I just hope he can come back soon and hope for the best for his family. You know, I, it has Mm -hmm. to be something very serious to keep him out this long. I mean, the, the team will get a big boost by Steph returning, but they, they do need Wiggins. I don't want to like, like undersell that he's still needed. In a major way, in a major way, especially in the playoffs, you need guys that are his size that can do what he does. Um, so the quicker he can uh, come back, get back into a, a rhythm and a groove, and they can build the chemistry that they need because they they haven't played together a lot all season, especially once the bench caught up to speed. They haven't been healthy ever since then. So just they need a sustained period of the full playoff rotation, being able to play with each other and, and get that chemistry and rhythm going before the playoff starts. So uh, they're set up for a nice little run. They, they, they just won their fourth game in a row and they got a few more that they can win and add on to. Hopefully they take care of business, but praying for wigs and can't wait to see Steph back in the next what two games. Yeah. I mean, it's two away games, but the L- the Lakers and OKC games are good games for Steph to kind of like get back because then they got Memphis, Milwaukee, Phoenix. It's tough, Clippers. tough stretch. Yeah. And then it's annoying because they got Atlanta, but then Memphis on the second night of a back-to-back. I just want them to get one of those games. Yeah, I want them to get one of those games in Memphis at least. The, Yeah. I feel like yeah. the first one is a little bit more realistic than that second night of the back-to-back. For sure. Um, but knowing this team. <laughs> right. They'll win, they'll win the more, the one that is least likely and lose the other one. But yeah, we're getting, we're getting to that point where we said like ton of road games against a lot of good teams, that midpoint of this final stretch of the season they got to try to be around 500 during that stretch or better. And then right now they're in a, they're in a stretch where they got to stack wins. So it, it, you know, I mean, those last games in April are going to matter for the warriors, but like, there's only going to be by that point, especially if like the Kings seed is like determined, like it may not matter for them. And like Denver, it's not going to matter for them. They're going to be first. And considering the way that like Jokic has been utilized all season, I could see Malone wanting to like get him rest and stuff like that. So those games. Yeah. So, I mean, those last four games in April, I mean, like Portland, they might be still trying to vie for like a play in spot. So like they'll be going hard, but I'm just saying like those last four games in April to me don't really concern me. So it's like March, right? So, and then they have like those four games at home. So it's just getting through that away stretch. And then plus you have the Bucks coming to town. So yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm, I'm counting from the, the Lakers game. So, and that's on Sunday, the one that should be Steph's return. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So they have 10 games, nine are away. 
of the 10. And that includes one back-to-back. So not counting the one that they have tomorrow night. So after tomorrow night, they have only one more back-to-back. I really mm-hmm. want them in that stretch of 10 games to go eight and two. That's what I want. <laughs> I want them to only lose two games. <laughs> if they do that, just get the champagne ready, get the... <laughs> You know, I mean, get everything ready. Just set up the parade again because that would be. A I feel huge like they just played 500 like, ball. They played 500 ball for so much of the season. Like, you right. need a really dominant stretch. Right. And it would be perfect if this is the this is that time right here. It would send a message to everybody. And then teams would really be like, well, we really don't want to play this team right now in the first round or in the second round. Um, so, yeah, that would be amazing. Eight and two. <laughs> So, I mean, the last thing I just want to talk about real quickly before we wrap is um, I still don't know what the Warriors are doing with that last roster spot. They signed Lester to a 10-day because of some weird thing. Because they only did it. How I said it? How I said it? He was like, Lester. (laughs) Well, isn't that his name? Like Like you didn't like him or something. Like you didn't like him or something. I don't know. No, I don't know. Sometimes I just emphasize words in a weird way. I don't know. People bring it up to me all the time, but no, I don't. I got no beef with Lester. Like, I got an uncle named Lester, super Jamaican. Um, I got a Lester, a Lloyd, an Errol. Errol is the most Jamaican name of all time. Lloyd, all of them. Yeah, every you know, and then there's the Barringtons, my brother and my father. It's pure, pure Jamaican business over here. So, yeah. um, so they signed Lester to uh, um, ten day solely for the purpose of allowing Lamb and and Ty to stay longer. Now, I think Lamb has what like three games left, three or two, something like that. After tonight, I think two. I it's think two. Two. So, but they did it for the benefit of both of them, right? So it's like, are you going to sign Lamb? Are you going to sign Ty? Are you going to consider Nerland's Noel? Like, well, I just don't know what's happening. I mean, I feel like if they were going to try to consider adding a new player, you'd be going after him already. I haven't heard any mm-hmm. chat about any team with Nerland's. Have you? No. Like I don't like I haven't even heard like oh these are the teams interested in nothing. Right, I haven't heard anything either. So maybe they know something we don't know. So yeah, so I mean I just don't know like are are you guys just gonna sign one of these dudes? Are you are you are you waiting to see like what it's like when Steph comes back? Because I mean the way that I feel at this point is like yeah like you could sign one of those guys, but we know none of those guys are like. You're not, they're not getting burned in the postseason. But I also don't know if it's like, well, still just in case you want to have extra body. So you fill that 15th roster spot. Like, I just, I just don't know. I can't tell what their plan is. Like, are they feeling like, okay, we're starting to see signs of the team we know. So we don't need to add someone else. I just, what are they thinking? I, I don't know. That's probably what it is. I would guess they're, they're thinking like we're finally getting the chemistry going and, 
and, and stuff like that. Steph and Wiggins are about to come back. Once they play, come back, then there will essentially be no more Lamb minutes. Um, you know, Ty Jerome has been playing well, but when Steph comes back, he's he's not playing. So it's I think it's at a point in the season where, you know, they're so close to playoff time that integrating a new player could potentially just present a whole new, you know, challenge for them to build rebuild chemistry, work out more lineup stuff and stuff like that. And they already have their playoff rotation. Right? Like the the two bigs are Draymond and Looney. You got Kaminga to come in at the four. Wiggins is gonna play some four. Um GP two is probably gonna play some four as well. You got Steph. And with all this time off that Wiggs has had and Steph, they're definitely gonna be rejuvenated. Um Yeah. Right. And it's, I mean, no teams in the West are really going to really punish you inside. Um, it's just if you potentially see Milwaukee or something in the finals, then having an extra big in there would definitely help. But I don't think they're looking at the West and saying, man, we really need another big. It's no team that's really going to punish them like that, you know? So. You saw yeah. Milwaukee's looking at um, Dragic. Goron. Yeah, like what? Like what is he gonna do? I mean, take some duties away from from Drew. I guess that's not such a bad thing, but I don't know. That doesn't yeah. move me. Yeah, I think they just want to get some more offense in there. Their offense has been pretty bad, especially the half court offense. They've had some uh, injury stuff too, but I think they just want somebody that can hit a shot and dribble to add to their roster because they they really been they've been winning a lot, but it's really just been defense and Giannis. So I think they just want to add a little bit more offensive punch. Yeah, their win streak is a little fake too, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I got tonight. I need to go to my bed. So um, I'm sure Justin needs to go to his bed too. So I hope that y'all enjoyed this. I'm super excited. We're on the right track. I was talking a lot of shit. When Karima was on, I joined Justin and Karima for a segment. And at the end of that segment, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was talking hella shit. I was like, you teams didn't create distance. Y'all didn't create separation. You, you, you effed around, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you effed around and, and left, left it, the door open for the Warriors to come back in. And who would have known since that, Justin, they've been doing their thing. They've been doing their thing. Can't ask for nothing more. Nah, you can't. All right, y'all. Well, this has been so much fun. I hope you enjoyed the video if you're watching. And, oh, we're going to have so much fun closing out the rest of the season and heading into the postseason. So thank you for tuning in with us today. Whenever you do, we appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the messages y'all send us. Um, whether it's email on the TL, we'll get a mail bag going again soon, but we just really, really appreciate your support. Um, so as always continue to please support, share it with people, you know, leave us a review or a rating, follow us on, uh, Twitter and Instagram at golden spaces pod. Thank you so much. I ramble a lot, but I just want to make sure I'm saying our thank yous. Justin, do you have anything you want to add for our very first video YouTube episode? No, um, 
you know, thanks to all the supporters. Like you said, people have been showing us a lot of love, like even on Twitter, talking to us and, you know, telling us how much they, they like the pod. So we're just going to try to keep it going. We're, we're expanding to YouTube right now. So we're always thinking of new ways to just bring good content to everybody and just, you know, talk about the team that we all love to follow and, you know, let's just keep it going. Yeah. And if you have thoughts for us on things that you'd like to see here, talk about, please let us know. We, we love feedback, critical, whatever. Tell us the critical feedback though. Leave the positive reviews. That's, you know, but we, we still receive it. Just, you know, tell it to us. All right, y'all, this is a Golden Spaces and Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. Um, um, we have another game tomorrow night, so we'll, we'll figure out what we're going to do. Maybe we'll do a little quick bonus episode, not another full episode again. But, you know, we we, we, we definitely do an episode for Steph's return. We miss our guy. So you'll be hearing from us soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>